Hello and welcome to the Spiritualized Podcast. We are delving into the spiritual realm today. We're going into the invisible, the unseen, the morphic fields. We're going to take a look at how knowledge moves across the collective, which has implications for your business. So as we look at the metaphysical aspects of reality, we're going to also find those practical solutions as to what is happening in your business and to observe what's happening in other people's businesses as well. And we'll also be looking at authenticity, vanity and some other frequencies along the way. So we start this episode with an observation. I had been observing a global number one type level podcast where I looked at the top performing episodes, which were getting around 10 million views. And for one of the people, I had watched this episode. And what I'd observed is that there was nothing new being said. It was an episode about stress and that type of content. And yet it was something that we all know already. We There's so many books written about it, so much has been said about it, and yet there was this outpouring of comments, like 10,000 comments or so, saying how amazing this episode had been. And so that got me to thinking about the underlying energetics. When something has that level of influence, and yet it's offering nothing new, really, nothing original. So let's take a look at what's going on here by starting with understanding how the morphic field is working, how the uh, structure of information is held in uh, the nature of reality, how it's held in the fabric of the universe. So the morphic fields are just that. They are um, the fields that hold all information, past, present and future, and this information is all our memories, our thoughts, our um, visions, everything goes into the morphic fields, into the morphic field as an imprint. It was Robert Sheldrake who did a lot of research around this area, and within this, We also have a telepathic ability to pick up on what is in the morphic field. This is going to be so important to understanding why some people can come onto the global platform without content that has this uh, original aspect to it and then hold a level of authority in that space, hold a level of uh, influence, be seen as something who as someone who is offering something new when actually there was nothing new there to be offered. What we also observe here is we're looking at the archetypal structure of reality. An archetypal structure might be the fairy tale. We're born with that structure within ourselves. We intuitively know the structure of a fairy tale. We know what it is. Same with the hero's journey. The hero's journey is one of the oldest archetypal structures, and that's almost the story every human has to pass through on their journey through life. And so that's very much printed onto the morphic field. If you think of every human that's ever existed, 
had a hero's journey. They had a beginning point, a middle point, an end point. And all of those stories have been printed into the morphic field. So that's the same with the uh, fairy tale. But leave the the archetypal stuff alone. It's just to give you an understanding uh, as we go into the conversation of what is happening in why someone would be very influential when they're not bringing anything very new. Uh, this is also going to have implications for if you are doing very original work or your work has not um, strongly held across the collective as a knowing, then there might be some level of um, not being as visible and uh, not being able to get that influence, uh, things like that. So as we look at this observation I made about this person, what we can observe is if we're talking about stress, for example, there was a time, say 50 years ago, it wouldn't have been a thing. It wouldn't have been in the collective consciousness. No one would have been talking about it. And so at that time, if you had been talking about it, you nothing would have happened. It's not something that would have taken off and you would have been uh, world famous when there wasn't this imprint into the morphic fields. But time has gone on and there's been so much said about stress and that's been imprinted and imprinted and imprinted. And so there is a much more of an ease to get recognition in that area. So what happens is someone comes on to present something and they can almost just regurgitate what they have found in textbooks, what they have found through others, and really not bring anything original. And from there, people are picking up telepathically uh, from the morphic field everything that's been said about stress, and they've been picking that that up constantly on a subconscious level through the media, through the internet, through friends and family, through just telepathically uh, the structure of information in the morphic field. And so at an intuitive level, they already know what is being said. They understand it, just like the fairy tale. When we all, most movies are constructed from the fairy tale structure. And so we already know what's going to happen. And as humans, we like that predictability. We like to know exactly what's going to happen. So when somebody is speaking about something, say, for example, stress, but we haven't really looked at it ourselves, um, we're going to listen and it's going to seem uh, on one level so new and fresh for some people who are not in that space. Um, for them, it's going to feel really new and fresh. Yet at the same time, they it was predictable. They already knew at some level of consciousness what was going to be said. And so that predictability makes them tune in it makes them already access archetypal structures within their 
own story as to where they get stress, where they, you know, where they have certain things going on in their life. And so within this episode, there's around 10,000 comments saying, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. And yet it was nothing original. It was nothing new. But that's what's happening. People are tuning into something that is already in uh, imprinted into them. And so from that, it feels pleasing to them. They can immediately relate what is being said to their own story. And they probably were thinking about this even before it was said. So within that recognition, the pattern recognition, the information recognition, they feel that sense of uh, understanding. They get it. So the subconscious, the conscious mind might feel like, oh, this is all new information. This person is amazing. I love what they're saying. But as some at a subconscious level, they already knew the information. And of course, when we already know something and we understand what we're receiving, it feels good to us. We're like, oh, I get it. Uh, but as I said, at a conscious level, it might seem like it's new information. So that's how this uh, information field is working. Now let's talk about uh, people who are bringing into consciousness something new, uh, something fresh that hasn't been imprinted uh, as much into the collective. This is going to be harder to get that recognition. There is one caveat, which I'm going to speak about in, in a minute, but if you're a creative original thinker and you're thinking where in ways that hasn't been imprinted and imprinted and printed over you know 40 50 100 a thousand years then there might not be that same level of influence or that same level of visibility until there's more imprinting happening now there's, this is going to have implications as to how some people uh, can set up their business or uh, how you can see the impact of the knowledge and what you're sharing, what you're bringing to the conversation, what is happening in your business, and it'll become clear in a second. But with this caveat that I'm talking about, there's going to be there's going to be people who do bring something very fresh very original to the conversation and it takes off it goes viral everyone's like this is original this is really fresh and and it's true it's the truth it is really original original way of thinking and how that works is whoever is bringing that at that level they have authenticity they have and i'm not talking about the authenticity where Every man and his dog is like, I'm authentic, I'm authentic. I'm talking about highly spiritual, um, very, very deep level of authenticity. And why that, what that authenticity is, is a lack of separation. It's a oneness, a true oneness, moving towards enlightenment. So there's going to be very few people on the planet that can do that. So I'm talking about that level of authenticity. 
And when there is that collapse and duality, that oneness, that unity consciousness within that person, that wholeness, that authenticity, whatever it is that they say will be received at a very influential global impact level without everyone having to imprint into the morphic field uh, at some level this information. So it almost can stand alone by itself. So we see that that's happening. Now, the implication this has for your own business, depending on what it is, I sort of have certain types of business in mind, and this might be your business or might not. Um, when you're bringing something quite um, like it was something with a new type of languaging or a new way of thinking, or you're combining different elements where people have to uh, contemplate, they have to give it some thought, they have to take uh, time out of their their habitual routine to contemplate it, that can be very profound for some people, and it will be profound for a lot of people, but it can't often move at that level of 10 million views, 100 million views, uh, that level. So take, for example, manifestation. If we're talking about uh, creating a business that has is about manifestation, what what is already in the collective consciousness are things like vision boards, affirmations, um, a whole bunch of things. If you're speaking at that level, everyone subconsciously already gets it. And so when they see that, that they recognize the knowledge and because they recognize it, there's an ease to it. It doesn't create any distortion or any resistance within their field because they, they've already received it at a telepathic level uh, through uh, the morphic fields or just through, as they say, through the internet, the media, through friends and family. They already understand what it is. So what we're dealing with here is um is your business offering something that is very profound where people are going to have to invest time in it it might have a bit of resistance while they're understanding the concepts in which case things will move slower unless you can move into uh extreme authenticity extreme wholeness in which you could actually simplified because the other thing that authenticity and wholeness and uh, unity consciousness bring is it always brings a simplicity so if you're speaking the truth it will be simple and if you're coming from a place of authenticity and like the not the every man and his dog we're all authentic uh, but that you know that zero 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 point zero percent one percent type uh, authenticity then that has a potential to, to uh, be a worldwide success but if you are wanting to have more influence wanting to have more visibility 
uh, and you want that in your business. This might be for people who are very interested in the money aspect of business rather than the authentic side of business then that's what you would look at. You would go to mass consciousness. What is already in the collective consciousness? What is it that everybody already knows that they can receive? And there's nothing actually new to teach them. You're just bringing it in a different way. That's how you can move uh, at great levels through the collective if you want a business that can produce uh, success at that level. Now, it's going to be slightly different if you're moving in your business in a more uh, deeper way, more profound way. It's just that understanding of how information is received, and then that becomes a personal choice. Do you want to um, be, in a sense, your, having your own style? in which case that has um, more resistance for people and it could be a little bit slower to um, move that through the collective. Or would you prefer that you don't necessarily have the um, unique style that almost it can be regurgitated from um, a number of textbooks or it's what everyone knows already and you can create the business that way. So it's really just a personal choice. Um, but there are implications for each way you do it. And what I was really wanting to highlight here is the structure of information. And so for anyone who who if you're wanting to have that global success, is your work already strongly held in the consciousness of the collective? And that's something to really think about. Um, you could be bringing it in a fresh way. You could be looking like, so we take this example of stress. Uh, maybe it's that you've got a, a new take on it, but the collective consciousness already understand so much about stress, whereas they might not understand about something more obscure. So that's almost going back into those frequency of, of obscurity to light. Uh, maybe you can see that light, we can look at it from different perspectives, light. Usually light is going to be uh, that higher level of consciousness, but you could just look at uh, collective consciousness bring the shines more light onto one topic so it's easier to be seen for everybody and something that hasn't had light shone on it something more original something newer something fresher uh, might be more in obscurity so that really gives you a practical standpoint of what is it that you're trying to achieve in your business and from there you have, you know, you've got the choice. You've really got so much choice of which way you want to go. With that comes some vanity, the frequency of vanity. The frequency of vanity is a shadow aspect. The shadow moves into the, um, the higher frequency, which is purity. So you could come with a message of pure recognition. 
There's no need to want the 10 million views. There's no need for all the money. might be that you, you just want money that will uh, feel nourishing to you, that it doesn't need to be in the billions or uh, something like that. So you look at vanity. The vanity might come in terms of influence. Why is it that you would want the influence? If you are only talking about uh, a topic that is already very much uh, in the collective, what is it about this influence that's important to you? To be influential means to bring something, almost for the most part, uh, something that is unoriginal. And so is the is the um say that is the the influence the recognition the attention is that what is important to you and these are all questions that we all have to ask ourselves it's definitely a question i've been asking myself around vanity um and i want to stay out of the frequency of vanity i want to come into a place where what is moving through my heart comes out into the collective, even if that means it's not seen at the 10 million, 100 million uh, level. I've got a friend who um, has, he's had like 3 billion hits on his stuff, but it's very, uh, it's, there is no, there's nothing to think about. It's, it's just, um, it's content that is, so easily digestible that there is no resistance to it and so that's what you can also look at if there's any resistance to uh, what it is you're putting out there because it is say new is different way of thinking it has more depth uh, all of these things then yes of course it's not really going to go at that uh, level where it spreads as virally as as that now, you can look at your favorite uh, people of inspiration and you'll see that underneath it, if they've got to a certain level, they tend to be bringing something that has been imprinted into the morphic field over and over and over. They might bring a twist, they might bring a freshness, or they might bring their personality. Um, that's another thing. It could be, you could be saying what everyone else has said, but you've got a personality that people like listening to, and that might uh, propel you. So there's a number of aspects going on here, but with this vanity thing, it's to look at why it is you want the the fame or the recognition or the attention because the more that is desired the more we move away from our naturalness our naturalness doesn't need that our naturalness is just getting on with life and producing whatever comes from our heart there is no need for that um there's no need for that attention. Uh, and as you do that, as you start to think a little bit more into that, you can see from that point as you let vanity go, you're coming more into wholeness. You're coming more into authenticity. 
And so then if you have a deeper, more profound work on offer, then that has more um that has more potential to move at a global uh, viral level, the more authentic you are, the more in wholeness you are, because in wholeness you're not separate. You're 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 in wholeness, you're in oneness. And so what comes through you at that profound level can now move through the collective. And so that's the difference. So what we have here are there's a number of people who have a lot of influence, but they're bringing a little twist on something that has been heavily imprinted into the morphic field. And then for those people who are working more at a profound, original, creative level, they would need to move much more into uh, oneness, into collapsing duality, into wholeness, which means coming into as much authenticity as possible. And in authenticity, there is no vanity. There is no desire to be seen. There is no desire to have billions because you, in a natural, authenticity is a naturalness. You won't, there's almost no thought about the external of what you will receive or what you can have because in that naturalness, that authenticity, you are whole. You have everything. There is nothing to go and get. And so we see the the subtle energetics going on here. And I also think it sheds some light for a lot of people as to, well, my stuff is so original, it's so this, it's so that. Why isn't it being... Uh, going viral or why isn't it being seen by so many other people why isn't it getting the 10 million views or anything like that and I hope what I'm saying here sheds some light on that that there's different ways of um, working with knowledge there's different ways of uh, working in your business and one of those considerations to make is what is it that you really want again there's no wrong or right you can want the billions you can want the um the attention and all of this stuff but that's a personal choice and so once you have decided that that's something you want then you would look at the structure of your business and maybe if you're coming with something a little bit more profound and original and uh, fresh but you want this other level of um, the hundreds of millions of billions or the attention, you might want to bring that uh, knowledge that you're putting through into the collective to something that is within mass consciousness that's been heavily printed into the morphic field, that there is no resistance to receiving it, that it might you might bring it in a fresh way, but people already know what you're saying, they get it. Even if they've never uh, really uh, studied it or learnt about it or understand it, they have received it telepathically through the morphic field, actual telepathy, or through media, internet, friends and family. And so they already get it. Even if they've not given it due attention uh, before, they already understand it. Everyone likes to feel that they understand things. It's not really many people who are like, oh, let me sit here and try and figure out this difficult thing. 
course, there are a lot of studious people who do like that, but that's not mass consciousness. Everyone's looking for ease. Everyone wants to find as little resistance as possible in their lives. And we are bombarded with so much that we are looking for relative ease. What is just the easiest thing where there is no resistance? And so you can see that in your business as well, in the setup of your business. Is there no barrier? Is it just straightforward, easy, easy to understand um, with a twist of freshness? Otherwise, why why would someone uh, buy it if it's just... Um, doesn't have that freshness. So there are elements on that level you can bring of you're speaking to mass consciousness, but you're bringing your personality or your twist on it, but they already understand it. And the other way, if you're bringing something a bit deeper, a bit more profound, a bit more where people have to maybe learn new languaging or new way of thinking, then you're if you want more of that recognition, well, you wouldn't really need the recognition. But if for some reason, if not that you want it, but if it is going to move globally, uh, then you have to move really deeply into as much authenticity as possible, which means that you're not in separation. And it means that there can be no van vanity. Vanity is one of the the last things, the last frequency, shadow frequencies we ever let go of, if we can ever let go of it. That's what the gene key says about vanity in particular. So that's something to contemplate. I uh, hope that sheds some light on how knowledge is working and gives you some insight into your own work and how you want it shared. Because usually when we're in service to others, we are sharing our knowledge uh, mostly. And it's how that knowledge is received. So I hope that helps. Take care. Bye.